Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is the Pro Football Chase Podcast. A podcast that has featured interviews with Rams wide receiver Robert Woods. 32,000 yards. Uh, and, you know, last year, unfortunately, I got hurt mid, midway in the season. But other than that, just just working and grinding to, to get to this point. And uh, probably broke it with a lot of games left. Packers wide receiver Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, just the fact that we got a, you know, uh, all pro on the other side of the ball. Um, you know, he's Devontae. Um, so when you got a guy like that, you know, that's who's going to get the main focus. Um, obviously, you know, people start to know my name a little bit after I made a few plays here and there. Broncos offensive guard Ronald Leary. It would either have to be a counter or uh, a pin and pull play when we get on the edge and run. Uh, I think it's always impressive when big guys can get out that stance and move and hit somebody. So In rising stars, Dalton Risner, Charles Amenahu, and Jawan Williams. This is a podcast that offers player perspectives from some well-decorated veterans, including T.J. Hushman Zada. And people will say, oh, well, if that person got a franchise quarterback, uh, look, look at his record, doesn't it tells you he is. Oh, he has a great defense. You tell me a quarterback in the entire NFL that's not Tom Brady that does more with that. Game previews, recaps, and analysis. Turn the volume up. The chase is on, and the chase is live. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you. And joining me for an interview this afternoon is Raiders safety Carl Joseph. Joseph was selected with the 14th overall pick of the 2016 NFL Draft out of West Virginia. He was the first safety drafted in his class. And up to this point, Joseph has recorded 212 total tackles, 3 interceptions, 13 pass defenses, and 3 sacks through 45 career games and 37 starts. So Carl, thanks again for joining me and how are you doing? Good man, appreciate you having me. Um doing good man um you know we're on a little bye week you know trying to catch up on a little rest and 
and uh, spend some time with my fam. That's great to hear. I'm sure you're enjoying the rest as you get ready to pick up where you left off in this NFL season. So let's go ahead and take it back, Carl, to training camp when HBO's Hard Knocks covered the Raiders during the preseason. I've heard many coaches and players speak out against it, so I'm curious to hear your take on the series. So how did you handle all the cameras and national spotlight? It was pretty cool, man. It was a real cool experience. I think the uh, producers and the Hard Knocks staff did a real good job of, you know, um, not really interfering with too much of everything we had going on, respecting certain boundaries. And um, I think it was a pretty cool experience for everybody involved. Real quick, Carl, I mean, I don't know if you're going to address this or not, but do you have any comment about the whole Antonio Brown hoopla circus? Nah, man, you know, it's uh. You know, it's a lot of, you know, disappointing, you know. Uh, we definitely wanted him to be a part of the team. But, you know, uh, stuff happens like that, man. But what's to say about that situation? All right. So entering the 2019 season, many quote-unquote experts pegged the Raiders as bottom feeders in the AFC, criticizing John Gruden and GM Mike Mayock for some of the moves they've made over the offseason season. But that has obviously not been the case as you have been one of the surprise teams in the NFL. So how have y'all used the negativity as fuel to grow closer as a team and find some early success? Uh, I mean, I think, you know, everybody, you know, love being picked as an underdog, man. I think we, we take that as a, you know, um, as a challenge. Um, we know what kind of players we have and the kind of staff we have. So um, we, we know we're more than good enough to – to compete uh, in this AFC division, um, you know, so, you know, we just focused on getting better every week, um, you know, improving, improving everybody wrong, you know, so it's just about staying consistent, getting better, improving every week and, and just uh, taking it one game at a time. So, you know, we just got to continue climbing that ladder and, and keep, uh, you know, keep getting better as a team. We have a very young team, so just got to keep getting better, man. Give us some insight about the type of coach and leader John Gruden is within the Raiders organization. We saw the video after y'all's victory over the Bears in London. It just seems like y'all are having a good time. The culture is good. So talk a little bit about John Gruden and the type of passion and fuel he gives you all as a team. Uh, I think you just said it, man. I think he's a very passionate coach, very passionate about what he do, um, works harder. I don't think there's too many coaches that work as hard as him, man. Um, um, the excitement he brings, the level of intensity he brings in the room, um, you know, it's fun to be around. And, you know, when we, I think we everybody can see that he's trying to build something special within this organization um, with the kind of people he's added, um, you know, um, such as, you know, GM Mike Mayock. So, I mean, it's fun to be around, man. Um, I think we believe in what he's doing. So, you know, it's just about everybody buying in. You played the Bears across the pond in London last Sunday. Can you share a little bit about your experience there and how the time change factored into your preparation? Uh, I think it was good. I think last year we went there, you know, um, on a short week, and I think we, we noticed that, you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's a little hard adjusting to that time difference on a short week. And I think this year, you know, um. We did a better job of traveling. We went there a little earlier and we're able to, you know, get established to the time difference. Um, and I think that that really helped us, you know, feeling fresh out there and being, you know, acclimated with the with the 
you know, with with the time difference, the weather, and all that stuff. So, um, I think we traveled pretty well, man. It was a fun. The stadium was beautiful, man. Um, it's a fairly new stadium, and um, I think you know more than more than anything else, man. We we got a great win against a great team, so it was a real fun fun trip. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that, Carl. You played at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is home to one of the premier soccer teams in uh, yeah. in Europe. So it seems like there's always big turnouts of NFL fans out there in London. What kind yeah. of feedback and vibe did you feel from Raider Nation across the pond? Uh, it was great, man. I think Raider Nation came out um, and, and was in full effect. And um, I think, you know, Chicago was a little deep as well over there. Um, maybe, you know, has to do with the fact they're a little closer to London. But I thought the atmosphere was, was great, man. It was a beautiful stadium, like I said. Um, I was actually able to uh, to catch uh, the Premier League game with uh, with the Tottenham Spurs and Bayern Munich over there um, early in the week. Uh, early in the week. Um, so you know it, that atmosphere in that stadium is is crazy, man. It's it's a beautiful stadium. Now, as for your personal performance this season, you've got 26 total tackles, three tackles for loss, one pass defense, and one fumble recovery. How would you grade your level of play through five games? Um, I'm you know I'm just focused on getting better, man. Keep getting better. Uh, I think uh you know I can always always room for improvement. Um, think uh you know uh, teams doing well. I think our defense is getting better every week. Um, you know it's not it's not all just about me. Um, but like I said, man, I'm I'm always focused on getting better, so I'm improving every week. Um, you know I think uh. Uh, definitely have room for that. Keep growing and keep getting better. You know, it's a long season. So for me, it's just about staying healthy and, uh, you know, keep getting better every week. What has it been like playing your second season in defensive coordinator Paul Gunther's scheme? I know you talked a little bit about it in the preseason and how you're feeling more comfortable with your role. So can you just uh, shed a little bit more light about what Gunther's like and how you're adapting to his defensive game plan? It's it's a fun system to be in, man. I think it, it's you know uh, it's built around um, playmakers and and and, uh, and stuff like that, especially in the back end with safety and, and the nickel position. Um, it's built for guys like that to make plays. So it's a real fun system. Um, I think I'm definitely a lot more comfortable in it this year than I was last year. Um, so uh, I think we all are. You know, it was a bunch of new guys coming together last year in the system. And I think this year we all have a a much better understanding of the system so um it's fun man i think you can see that every week that you know we're getting better we're getting uh, more comfortable in the system and, and um and playing together so it's a real fun system to be in how fun is it to be a part of such a young talent filled secondary you got gary on conley daryl worley trayvon mullen the rookie out of clemson and then the newly signed acquisition from the rams lamarcus joiner so how do you all push each other to be better every single day? Oh, it's fun, man, because I think we're, we're close. We're, we're a close group more than anything. And I think that that uh, that's more important than anything else, you know, more important than talent or anything like that. The fact that we're a very close group um, and we want to play well for each other. So, and so you know, nobody have a high ego where, um, you know, it feels like you too too big to say anything to anybody else in the room. So it's really fun to be around those guys. 
talk a little bit about Derek Carr, the leader he is in that locker room. I know there's been all kinds of different reports about Derek Carr and him not really being in control of the locker room, but I always like to ask players like you because you're within that organization. You know what goes on behind closed doors. So Derek Carr, what type of leader is he and how do his teammates respond to his style of leadership? See, I don't know what, what anybody else is saying about him, but, you know, I love Derek, man. I think he's a great guy more than anything, not just the football player, Derek Carr. I think as a person, he's a real great guy, great person, family guy. So, um, you know, we all respect him in, in the locker room. Um, I don't know what anybody says about him, but, man, um, he's he's a great guy, a great leader. Um you know, I think we all believe in them. And uh, I think, as you can see, the, these uh, first few games this season, um, the kind of player and leader he is, you know, um, the way he's controlling the offense and able to help us win games every week. So, um, man, I think he's doing a great job. And like I said, we're all coming together. We're a very young team, and um, I think he's doing a great job. He's a real good leader. Now, Carl, I know this is probably very difficult to answer on the spot, but being a safety, you're out there taking down some of these high-profile running backs. And so since your time being in the NFL, if you had to name a couple of running backs that are just so difficult to bring down in open space, what would that list look like? Uh, That is hard uh, on the spot, man. I don't think it's a lot of good guys, a lot of great running backs in the league, man. I don't uh, there's there's quite a few that I haven't had the the chance to play against yet, but um, the guys that I have played against, man, is uh, Philip Lindsay, of course. You know, as fast and explosive as he is, you know, um, he's a hard guy to bring down in space. Melvin Gordon, with the physicalness he runs with and power he runs with. Um, and, you know, of course, Kareem Hunt, when he was with the Chiefs, was definitely a hard guy to bring down. And, um, you know, even uh, Damian Williams now with the Chiefs, he's hard too. So um, it's a lot of guys. I mean, especially, like you said, it's easier to name with your division because you played them uh, multiple times during the year. But, you know, there's, there's still a lot of guys that I haven't had the chance to play against yet, you know, some of the top backs in the league. So um, I think we're, uh, you know, you, you asked me that question again later in the season. I'll probably have a better list for you. So now, next on the schedule, you travel to Green Bay to take on yeah. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers as you come out of your bye week. So they're playing on Monday night, Carl. So I'm assuming you got some plans to watch them, huh? No, I'm definitely going to watch that game, man. I think it's going to be a real good challenge for us, especially the secondary or in our defense, man. I think uh, it's going to really show us where we are as a secondary. You know, he's obviously one of the best quarterbacks in this league. So um, I'm definitely planning on watching that game. Um, uh, man, it's going to be it's gonna be a real good challenge. I think we're up for it, though. Um, you know, playing against one of the best quarterbacks in this league, um, we know we know the kind of challenge it brings. So I'm excited for it. I think we're excited for our opportunity as a team. So it's going to be a big test for us. What is your message to Raider Nation and especially the fans of Oakland as you play what is likely to be the final season at the Coliseum? It just seems like they're ruckus. They show out regardless of the circumstance. What's your message to them as you continue on with this season? No, nah, man, we love Raider Nation. Definitely uh, appreciate their support. We know um, no matter what the case is, the uh, 
uh, win, lose, or draw, man, they always come full support and they love this team and we love them. Um, you know, we, we're trying to make this last season a special one for them. So, you know, um, we just tell them we, we love them, man. We, we really appreciate the nation. They travel well. I think they're one of the most loyal fan base in this league. Well, Carl, again, I appreciate you taking the time to join me today, bro. And I wish you nothing but the best as you move forward into uh, this season and keep up the great work. And I'm looking forward to to watch the Raiders. It looks like you all got something good going on. So keep it up, bro. Blessings and take care. I appreciate you having me, man. Thank you, man. Keep doing your thing, bro. Yes, sir. Blessings. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.